Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for August 11th is Jeremiah chapters 14 through 17. One of the overriding themes of these few chapters is the requirement that God has for his people to enter into his rest. In chapter 14, verse 10, truly they love to wander, they never rest their feet. So Yahweh does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. There is a requirement that God has for his people to rest. This is why God's people are so quick to be drawn into different types of doctrines and false teachings and to be divided from one another because we never stop to think, to wait upon the Lord, as we are told in Isaiah multiple times, to consider and to come together. We have to love God and love people enough to stop, to rest, to reconcile, to assume the best, to seek to understand and to accept people who disagree with us on differing doctrines, differing teachings. We don't have to accept everyone and accept every belief, of course. But to divide over ancillary things is quite silly. Paul addresses that in 1 Corinthians 3. But, my friends, that's a secondary point. The point is we must learn to rest. And God created the Sabbath day, which is Saturday on the Jewish calendar. It would go from Friday evening to Saturday evening as a day of rest. It's the last day of the week, and it's a time for people to stop not just to stop working, but to focus all of their attentions on God and on his law. So we would be free from distractions so that we can honor him, so that he can speak to us. We have to make room for his voice. It's very difficult to hear God's voice in the midst of, of so much noise. In chapter 15, God's response, Jeremiah and Yahweh, the Lord, the king of the universe, are going back and forth. Jeremiah is basically expressing his discontent with the way things are. In verse 10, he says, Woe is me, my mother, that you gave birth to me, a man who incites dispute and conflict in all the land. In other words, I'm here just basically dividing people and causing arguments. Everyone curses me, he says. And God's response, Haven't I set you loose for your good? In other words, Jeremiah, the fact that none of these people like you is my kindness to you because you would be 
much worse off to be in relationship with all of these people. How many of you know that the people around you have a great deal of impact on your spiritual well-being, on your mental and physical well-being also, but primarily here we're talking about the, the spiritual. The people around you have a huge impact on how well you do, on who you become. I heard it said just this morning, if you look at your circle, those people closest to you, and you are not inspired, that circle is not a circle at all. It's a cage. My friends, we need to set ourselves free. Often God wants to set us free and we won't let him. We, we like our cage. We like it comfortable. God says, I want to set you loose for your own good. Become one who seeks to surround yourself with inspiring people who inspire you, not, not in a worldly way, not to become wealthy for the sake of wealth, but who inspire you to become more like Jesus. Jeremiah said, because your hand was on me, I sat alone in verse 17. And he's complaining about that. And we should be grateful when we're alone because it's more time to spend with the Creator course, it's always easy to say, isn't it? But God's response is, Jeremiah, don't seek to be aligned with them. It's not they who must return to you. It's not you who must return to you. <laughs> it is they who must return to you. It is not you to return to them. God says, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to save you and to rescue you. And he even goes so far in chapter 16, verse 5. Don't enter a house where a morning feast is taking place. Don't go to lament or sympathize with them. I have removed my peace from these people as well as my faithful love and compassion. My friends, don't be drawn in when God is judging, when God is moving, when God is disciplining don't go and get in the way of what God is doing. I see this happen with parents and children quite a bit. And it's tempting because we love our kids so much, especially our adult children. But when they're not walking with God and God is trying to discipline them and God is stripping things away, let's not get in the way of God's discipline by always bailing them out. chapter 17 he's talking about how persistent Judah is sinning warning after warning for centuries but there's a curse and a blessing that remains cursed is the one who trusts in mankind who makes human flesh his strength, whose heart turns from Yahweh. 
But blessed is the person who trusts in Yahweh, whose confidence indeed is Yahweh. He will be like a tree planted by water. It sends its roots out toward a stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit. Sounds like the Psalms, doesn't it? If we are planted, if we let God plant us and we let our roots go down deep into the character of God, it's by meditating on God's word and allowing it to become part of us. It changes us. And then that desire to sin, the desire to chase after the the things of this world that we know are not good for us, those desires go to what go away as God changes us, as he molds us into his image, as we meditate on his word, as we pray and say, God, make me like you. As we pray the Lord's prayer that Jesus gave us, let your will be done here in my life, in my heart, in my head, as it is in heaven. Let your will be done in my family, in my household, in my city, in my church, as it is in heaven. God does it, and then we become like that tree that bears fruit in season and out. Jeremiah pleads with God, Heal me, Yahweh, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are my praise. Chapter 17, verse 14. And then he finishes the chapter talking about how important it is to observe the Sabbath. Just like we began today, having that day of rest. And God says, if you do these things, I will bless you. If you listen to me, if you aren't working, creating loads, and not only working yourself, but creating work for other people. If you would just stop and rest and think and pray, your your thinking would be renewed. Your spiritual life would be renewed. That Sabbath day of rest is so important, my friends. Pray about it. And we'll see you tomorrow.